Okay, Rabbi said, we're going to go through some of the halachas of Purim. We're going to go and try and go Kaseda. That means we're going to go Kafi the Jewish Gavaldiga calendar that we have and go Kafi the Seder of the days of halachas that we have to do. Moish, you want to shout out? Sure, you got one. So, um, let's go through one by one the halachas that are Nagea. We're leading us up, obviously, to the Yoma Purim Atzmoy, Yoma Kodosh, Bahatoho of Purim itself, which there's a lot to discuss, Be'ez HaShem. We have to discuss all the sorts of shailas that are Nagea to the halachas of getting drunk and exactly how to do that, in which possible way. Shlachmonis, Matonis Evyonim, the actual Suda, Kriyas Hamagillah, whatever person wants to daven when he is drunk, very Nagea, by the way, this year, because, I mean, it's Nagea every year, but especially this year, because we've got a, in Yerushalayim, Irak Kodesh, we have a uh, Purim Shechaliyos Be'erev Shabbos that means Friday is Purim and therefore often we're going to have a Shaila of Mincha and Kabbalah Shabbos whereas in the regular year sometimes we can have Mincha first so we can do Maravid much much later so here there's all sorts of Shailas there's another Shaila this is that we have to discuss again for us in Yerushalayim Purim Shechaliyos Be'erev Shabbos has a unique Shaila of eating a Suda on an Erev Shabbos, which is normally problematic, which we will then have to discuss how does that work and the different options that you have. Uh, getting drunk and damaging things while you are drunk is also a very common shaila. What happens if while a person is drunk, he damages things? Very negaya. You have to pay. You're not have to pay. There's all sorts of shailas that we have to get to. And like I said, we're just going to go kaseda lefidi yomim that we're coming up to. Uh, the ones that we meet first, we'll go through those ones first. So we'll start with Be'ez HaShem Parsha Zohar Haba Aleinu Latoiva. Parsha Zohar is the parasha when we read about Amalek? The Torah tells us very clearly, parasha B'shalak Yitzayin Yedalit, when the Rabbanu Shem tells Moshe, "Emcha Zeicha Amalek to destroy, to get rid of, to erase all the Zeicha, any memory of Amalek." And the Kriya of parasha Zocha is, although it's a Shailim and the Rishonim, Lalach and Amaisa, we pass in this a Chiv Min Hatoya. It is a Da'araisa. That means just like on the first night of Pesach, we eat Matzah, and on the first day of Sukkot, we shake a lot of an Esuk, these are Shailis of a Da'araisa. So too, reading Kriyas HaZocha is also a Da'araisa. Now there is a Machlokis Rishonim, exactly what the gather of this is. We'll announce it, Be'ez HaShem, maybe by the Bimah right before we actually read it. And that is, first of all, the Ramban. The Ramban says the mitzvah over here, according to Ramban, is not to forget that which Amalek did to us. That's what the Ramban holds. The Ramban holds differently. The mitzvah say is to remember the bad maizim of Amalek, to awaken the hatred of Amalek in our hearts every single day. For those people that are makbid to say uh, the Sheshkibus at the end of davening, it has their Amalek in there as well. But of course that is not a device. So why do we do it once a year? Why Lamaisa don't we read this every single day? Why don't we do once a month, what's pshat? Once a year, we do kriyas zocha. What's the pshat? So pshat. We know Chazal tell us that a mace is not forgotten for twelve months. That means after twelve months, the mace slowly starts to get forgotten. A person can cope with it a lot more, and therefore we want to make sure that every twelve months we awaken the. Um, the hatred, obviously there's an interesting Shiloh, by the way, this year, because we're doing Zohar in Adar Beis, and you had Ala Aleph, so it's, it could be it's more than 12 months, and therefore what's the Shiloh over there? Okay, so we're not going to go into that at this moment of time. That's where it is. Oh, that's where Zohar is, yeah. Yeah, so we listen to it then. So we yeah, but now, okay, one second, let's go through the halachas first and tell me if all those halachas apply to when we read it over then. First of all, the Mishnah says, that you need a minion. 
You need a minion with a Sefer Torah of ten people. The Leket Yosha brings down from his Rebbe, the Eidegat Trumas Hadeshen, that he was makbid by Parsha Zohar to read from a Sefer Torah that was very Meduic, and others the best Mahadran Sefer Torah that they had. And in fact, we're missing Karelet Zatzal brings down that many people are makbid to listen to Kriyas Hazohar from the same Minhag of the Ksiva of the Sefer Torah that they themselves are knowing in. For example, if a person is knowing in Minigari, for example, he has Tfilinari, Mezuzari, whatever, so he should really Lechatchila, of course it works anyway, even if you don't, but Lechatchila have a Sefer Torah that is Ari, right? Savari. Same thing if you're Swadi and you have Savelish, you should have a Sefer Torah that has a similar thing. Again, Mr. Kabbalah Zatzal says this is a Din Lechatchila, of course it works in any Ksav that you have. There's any, no problem whatsoever in that case. The Mishra brings down that the Balkaya should have Kavana to be Maitzi the Oilam. In other words, by us listening, Shemeh Ka'ina, we have the idea that when we listen to something, it's as if we said it, but the Balkaya, the person reading it, has to have Kavana for us as well. The Chsam Sofer brings down the Taz also, that it's also Gedai for a person to actually have Kavana with the Brochas. That means whoever's going to get the Aliyah of Zoha, and we're going to announce this page, Hashem, even though the Stipler said he never found anyone that was Machmer in this, but our component the Halik Chsam Sofer brings it, the Taz brings it, that you should have Kavana. It means everyone here should have Kavana that when the person gets the Aliyah and he says Hashem so you should have Kavana to be Yotza with that as well again we'll announce that before we get over there do you have to understand the actual Zohar do you have to understand what's going on do you have to understand every word how does it work so the general rule is Gmar Megillah that anything that is in Lashon HaKodesh you are automatically Yotza even if you do not understand although Avadu it's Toiv it's good for a person to understand what's going on take an art scroll either Bishas Maisa or before look it up, read it, understand it I think everybody here basically understands what's going on even if we don't understand every word for example, right everybody here knows that Rashi brings three pshatim and Rashi karcha, right so what do you need to do? So the stipler said as long as you have one of those pshatim and Rashi in mind you're good enough you don't have to have every one of the three going on at the same time in that case you don't have to worry about you have to hear every single word but there are people that go running around the guns of Shabbos and Parsha Zohar hearing from this shul to that shul to that shul because Efshai didn't hear Mama Shagan Tzazah okay we have to remember Krishma is also Daraisa every single day. So make sure you say Krishma also with the dikduk that the Shokhanag says in Simon. Samachalaf. Got to be careful for the dikduk of the Loshan of Krishma just because it's a Daraisa. Unfortunately, we do it every day, so just remove. Zacha, Mamash, we're listening every word over the, over the talus because maybe our ear won't hear if we have the talus over our ears, and therefore we won't listen to every word, which is Gavaldic. It's beautiful. But I'm Kapon, just remember Krishma is also Daraisa and be careful over there. Moving on. Moving on, Zuk, Reb Tzvi Pesach Frank in the Mikroi Kodesh, and Reb Moshe also lechatchila to hear zocher in the minig of the havura that you are noyegin. So if the havura that you have is a chassidish havura, so really you should have a chassidish havura for parsha zocher, right? If it's chassidish, if it's svadish, if it's litvish, whatever it is, lechatchila again, avada and avada, one thousand percent, svadi, litvish, chassidish doesn't make a difference. Everyone's yotzer with whatever you hear. We're dealing with because of course we're dealing with the Daraisa so we try to make the best of it that we can there's a machlokes whether women are chayv or potter in Zohar the Chenach famously saying that women are going to be potter whereas the Chsam Soif and the Marisham hold that women are chayv mid the 
Lamaisa. And Lamaisa, the Psak, Halacha Lamaisa is that the meaning is that they go, and Avada they get a mitzvah, that's no shallow whatsoever. There is a truth in the Minchas Yitzchak whether a Sefer Torah is allowed to be taken out from the Oren HaKodesh specifically for a Kriyas of Zohar for women, which they do in many shuls. They say, Rabbi Sai, at 12 o'clock, whatever it is, is going to be a Kriya Zohar for women. Right, it's a big shayla. And Chassidus has a whole avichas about it. We're taking out a safer Torah for a woman that could be she's not even chayev to hear it for a man. I hear, or for a woman, if she's not, the minig is that many shuls do it. When we used to have in the old building, when we used to have an ezras noshim and women used to come kaseda, so we got requests for making a women's parsha zacha. So what we did was is by mincha time we advertised that we'll be reading zacha again, and while the safer is Torah is out for zacha for for the regular parsha of the shabbos for next week's shabbos parsha. So maybe we did Zohar at the same time. This way you're not taking a Sefer Torah especially and it did help for a couple of guys at the same time. But Al-Kaponim, that is the Shaila over there. If a person is a Chayla, then Avada, there's a Shaila if he's allowed to bring a, uh, um, a what's it called? A Sefer Torah to him. That's a famous Shaila if he's allowed to move a Sefer Torah. Shulchanah brings it in Semen Kuflam and Hay, right? If you're allowed to take a Sefer Torah and take it over to anybody for like a Chayla who can't do it. Yeah. Would it also be good if you don't, no, because you need a minion of ten. If you have a minion of ten, that's good. Uh, one person not going to help you. Now, if you miss uh, Kriya of Zohar, which of course you should not, but if Chas V'Sholem, a person, Poshet Mamish, uh, such a migraine that he would, gefer, he would miss every restaurant meal that anybody invited to him, whatever it was, and he wouldn't go, and he would, Mamish, you know, he's, he's really sick. So then in Lachanami, he can make it up by listening to the Kriya on Purim Atzmoy. On Yoma Purim, we read similar. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. Machas is a shekel. Right, the next thing we move on to is Machas Hashakel, and then we move on to Tainus Esther. When the Beis Amigdash, the Rambam tells us to look at this up, it's a beautiful Rambam in Hilkos Shkolim, in Perik Dalet, where the Rambam brings down that Bismana Beis Amigdash, they used to collect the Shkolim from every adult in Klal Yisrael. Everyone would donate half a shekel right, for the purchase of the animals for the Karbonis and various other Sorchet that they did. Obviously, the famous Yisrael and all the Muslims for him. Chatsi Shekel, not a whole Shekel, because everyone is not whole, whole by himself. You need the actors of Klal Yisrael, you need somebody else for Cholim. The Meister Mishnah in Shkolim, Perak Aleph, describes to us what happened. And the Mishnah says, starting with Shkodesh Adah, the Shluchim would go out and they would, do, they would do their annual collection of the Shkolim, which would begin two weeks later on the 15th of Adah. And from that day onwards on Shkodesh Nisan, already they set up these like booths, whatever it was, in order for the purpose of collecting the Shkolim. Shkodesh Nisan, the Shkolim were brought to the Besam Mikdosh. They were designated in a specific room. The Shkolim were basically divided into different containers to use for the Korbanus and the other Tzorchit the Gemara in Megillah, Dafir Gimel tells us what is the reason why we give Machzal Shekel specifically before reading the Megillah, the Hainu, before Purim. What is the reason for that? So the Gemara Megillah, you Gimel. The reason is because we want to give our Shkolim before Homon gave his meaning and referring to that in the Megillah when, Ach- when Homon bribed Achashverosh with 10,000 kikar of Kesef in order to kill the Jews. 10,000 kikar kesef. By the way, we made a cheshman once that if 43.6 kilo of, is, is, is basically a kikar kesef, so one kilo is about $250. So it comes out that 10,000 kikar kesef is about $100 million. So that is what Achashverosh pay, um, was paid off for, was bribed by Homon in order to get rid of the Jews. And therefore, says the Gemara in Megillah Gimel, we try to give our shkolim Dafka before Homan gave his. What was the half a shekel? So according to Rashi, it was a coin specifically worth a half a shekel. 
according to the Akedas Yitzchak, the Maksa Shekel is actually a coin that was cut in half. They used to take it and they used to cut it in half according to the Akedas Yitzchak. Others want to say that Yitzchak brings down that it wasn't a specific coin. It was basically anything the value of half a shekel. Allah Khanamites, the Ramah bring Tafesh Sadi Hey, that nowadays we don't exactly have this coin, and therefore we still give, even though we don't have a base Amigdosh, a half a shekel as a Zeicha for that. A very, very important thing. To realize that now, what does it mean, Lamaisa? How many do we give? So, because and the Roshonim bring this down already, the Motzah the Tashbeitz when the Ramah brings Aloha Lamaisa. That since it says the word Truma three times in the parish of Machzah Shekel, that means we give three coins of half a shekel in that case, and the coin should be a half of that currency in that place. So Chankeliyevsky Shlita writes that it should be spendable in that place. If it's not spendable here, you shouldn't use it. So, for example, to use a fifty p, that won't really work because nobody's going to accept it over here, right? In England, for example, that will work. Whereas a half a shekel, which is the minute here in Eretz Yisrael, you give three half a shekels, sometimes the gabba will come along and will take, will take three together, he'll put them into the, into the container, and then you'll lift them up, you'll be koner it. Don't say, this is the machzitz shekel because it's not. It's a zeicha, the machzitz shekel That's a very important thing. There's a hitter to give silver, the Yisrael V'Sharish V'Aboidu brings it, the Kafachayim brings it as well. That's why some shuls have, for example, actual silver, I'm sure Ben, you've seen that. Kafachayim brings it down, and that's why people do it. But again, if you don't have it, take three half a shekels and you are good. Now, let us move on. It, it, it's, a, it's an adult, but a parent that gives for a child already was Kovei the Minik should continue giving for that child. When do we give it and where to give it to? So, number one, according to the Ramah, you should give it before Purim because the Gemara tells us clearly we want to give it before Haman gave his. The Kafachayim says to give it on Rishchidish Adah. By the way, so that's like that's now. That's Wednesday night, okay? And or he writes before Parsha Zohar. That's what the Kafachayim brings down to Maisa. Toisvus famously Megillah Chofalov says says Toisvus the Ikur is to give it on the Yom Hatainis. Da'inu on Tainus Esther, which is the minute. If we, by the way, if you look in the Siddha Harashash, he brings up Pikabola Pisoid to give it on the Yom Tainus, which is the minute in most places that on Tainus Esther they put up the container Zechel and Shekel, and that's what people do. The minute Shalim is to give it before Mincha. That's the minigu shalim that's brought down. But whenever you give it, it's 100% fine. The stipler said if you forgot to give it, you can give it all the way until Purim Day before Mikram Megillah in the case. What to do with it? Lamaisa, the Rishonim say you can give it to any stalker without any problem whatsoever. And the Ochashulchan says you should give it to a Bereka bike of a Besa Knesses. <laughs> or a Beis HaMedrash, and use it for, you know, Tikkun of the Beis HaKnesses and the Beis HaMedrash. So that is, so far we've got Zohar, then we've got Machzor Shekel, let's move on quickly and we'll end with this for today, the Sugya of Tainus Esther. And that is, as we know, a Gavalika Tainus and Esther herself, and all of Klali Sol fasted, we mentioned this a bit yesterday as well, for the sake of Klali Sol's Xerah that should be Mavatl. The Maisa, it begins at Alois. Now, it's a very, very important issue we have to remember when it comes to fasting. And that is, the fast begins Be'etzim by Alois. But if you go to sleep the night before with a real sleep, you've automatically been Mekabled of Tainus. That means if you wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning, after a Gazinta sleep, you didn't plan on waking up, but you just did wake 
wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, it's four o'clock in the morning, I've got like 20 minutes till Alois, let's chaperine a cereal, chaperine, you know, whatever it may be, you're not allowed to do that. Because once going to sleep, you've already been macabre the fast. The Ramah says when it comes to drinks, drinks is not that way, because a person often wakes up and has a drink. And therefore it's ki'ilu al to the hoche that you went to sleep. Therefore if you wake up in the morning and you wake up before the fast actually has begun before Alois, you can always have a drink. What you should do is go to sleep and have kabbalah and say, listen, if I wake up on time, then yeah, I'd like to eat before Alois. And this way you will not macabre the tiniest in that case over there. That's a very, very important thing to remember. Rinsing your mouth, brushing your teeth is very similar to all the other fasts. Obviously, exclusion of, of Yom Kippur, which is a different sugya. But most fasts, anyway, the Mishabura Paskans, that if you're Bitsar Godel, it's very hard for you to continue in your day to speak, to learn, whatever. So then, yes, you can rinse out your mouth. Min Chassidzok says that even applies to brushing your teeth. But obviously, the Mishabura says to lean forward to make sure that you don't swallow any of the water. You can have medication. Those people that have medication, you can have medication. You can even, Zukwa Vazan and Shevet Alevi, have a small amount of water, liquid to get down the medication you don't have to be poigimit like you would do like Senyum Kippa or even on Tishabab you, you can just take a little bit of water again in a situation where you need the medication that's a very very important thing shower a person shouldn't do we know that on a fast day we don't shower normally again with hot in a regular fast, on Tainus Esther is actually the exception to that. Tainus Esther, Lemaisa, you are allowed um, to actually have a regular hot shower. Listening to music is always a shayla, especially if it's a Tainus that's related to Chorben Beis Amigdosh. This one, Lemaisa, is not related to Chorben Beis Amigdosh. It's a Yomai Tainus. It's not really the day that a person should be listening to music. The Kavayusha, the Heilige Kavayusha brings down in Chayle Beis Simon uh, Perik, Sadi Zayin, where he brings down the Sugya Oh, Tainus Esther. A person should daven on Tainus Esther not to come to any hate or ovoin on Purim itself. That's with, through the eating and the drinking. And he says, he brings down, the Kabayusha brings down. We just said one reason for fasting is because Esther and Klali so fasted, Bishas Amegillah, Bishas Tegzeira of Homan and Achashverish. Oba, the Kabayusha brings another reason. He brings a reason from the Heiligen Magid Meshorim. The Magid Meshorim was Kiyodua, was the Malach that taught the Beis of what to write in the Shulchan Aruch. The Magid Mishon brings down and he revealed secretly to the Beis Yosef that we're worried that through the eating and drinking that we do on Purim we may come to our various, we may come to all these sorts of things. Therefore the Rabbi Nishon was makter tainis as a schooler to save Klal Yisrael from any various that may happen over there. It's a very important thing. The Kapachayim brings down that the tainis is schooler a person to control his anger. If a person has an issue with anger, so the Kapachayim, tainis Esther is the day, the minig, as we know, the Gemara Brochas, the Bavo tells us to give Staka, that's the whole schar of the Tainis, and the Rosh says, so importantly, that the side of Tainis Esther is Tzfilah. We all have things to daven for, we all have things that we need, let's take the Yom of Tainis Esther, don't waste it, just like the day of Purim we spoke about already, the day of Tainis Esther, is not a day that you should be sleeping the whole day, just to get away from the fast, it's a day of Tzfilah, it's a day of Avodah Hashem, it's a day of opportunity, Mitzvah Hashem, tomorrow we'll continue with the Alakas of Kriya Samagin. Have a wonderful day.